Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 47th episode of The Step Back. Your host, Leon Tonkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, and we are here with our special guest tonight, former NBA All-Star, All-American, ACC Rookie of the Year, two-time first-team All-ACC, New York City legend, current coach of the Fisk University, men's head basketball uh, team, left back city zone, Kenny Anderson. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you for uh, lending your time with us tonight, man. Uh, it's a big honor and uh, excited to have you on our show. Yeah. Um, uh, how are you uh, feeling these days? We know you had a uh, recent health scare. Yeah. I'm feeling great, man. I, I you know, I, I just thank God, you know, for uh, for blessing me with my health now. And um, um, I, I don't really like talking about it, you know, but it happened. And, uh, you know, and it, 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 I had it and I moved on. Right. But I'm, I, I finished my rehab at uh, Fish University. Uh, I would go there Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vanderbilt, excuse me, Vanderbilt Hospital down in uh, Nashville where, I, where I'm at and um, I'm good man so I, I just I just want to thank God for just being healthy again absolutely glad to hear that man thank you where uh, I got my my uh, old city next jersey on um, 91 yeah. draft number two pick it's a city edition but hey, it's what Kyrie jersey, what jersey you got you got on my jersey uh, man, you know the hard that is to find. You got on Kyrie. Man, I tried with you. And, and my jersey ain't even it no more because now they got number seven Durant. <laughs> I don't know now. I don't know who's winning right. what. You the OG you know? number seven though. So we, yeah, I'm old beast number seven. I, seven I, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I was trying to hook my boy. I was like, damn, I'm going to get Kenny Anderson because he shoots yeah, lefty. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, let me get it. I could not find it. I'm just uh, it's, it's great that uh, Kevin Durant is wearing number seven. Uh, when, when I heard he was wearing it, I was, man, nothing but love <laughs> for him. He's, he's one of the best players in the league, if not the best player. Uh, and the New Jersey – and the Brooklyn Nets are, are back. I really believe they, they, they could compete for a championship. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, you and me both were glad to hear that because um, going back to 2000 days and they traded all their picks, but yeah. going back to your days back in the 90, 91, uh, Derek Coleman, Petrovich, yeah. what's your uh, memories on, on that team? Oh, my memories are great. You know, uh, we had a great team, but uh, we were just in a, a, a Michael Jordan era. You know, everybody, everybody in that. We had a great team, but the Knicks had a good team. Uh, Cleveland had a good team. Um, Orlando had a good team. It was like four or five teams in the East that was very good. And, you know, but um, I love playing with Drazen Petrovic, Derek Coleman, Chris Moore, Sam Bowie. Uh, it was just great, man. Uh, I learned a lot, you know, and uh, playing for the New Jersey Nets and playing, you know, across the river, you know, where I've come from, it was awesome. It really was. And I learned a lot, you know, that was my first NBA team, so it, w- it was great. Did, did you feel any pressure playing so close to home? Um, no, nah, you know, no, nah, not really. Pressure, you know, I, I was grew, I grew up in, pre- in, in, in the heart of pressure, you know, uh, being, being the number one recruit and uh, 89 and, and playing – um, at Archbishop Malloy High School, I, you know, I didn't even, you know, high school was awesome. My college career was awesome. I just played, man, and 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 I, I enjoyed playing basketball. That was the main thing. And whatever happened, you know, happened. You know, far as with the basketball uh, team and and um, me going out not performing well, I just, you know, just picked it up where I left off at. You know, just worked hard, extremely hard on my game to get better, to get better. So, like, what uh, 
what players did you say would influence influence your game? Well, it wasn't it wasn't one player, you know, influenced my game. The whole New York, you know, the New York point guards, <laughs> everybody that went before me was great. Kenny Smith, Rod Strickland, uh, Mark Jackson, Pearl Washington. I, I come from, you know, I come from New York, so it was just it was just it was just awesome. The uh, Tiny Archibald from way, you know, those are people that I watched, grew up on. So it was just it was easy for me, and I had every. You know, I try to take everything in their games, you know, and, and, and that they had in my game. You know, I mean, those are those are great point guards, you know, and they come from, you know, New York. So it was just awesome growing up. You know, Kenny Patterson, uh, Kenny Hutchison. You know, I want to give all those do all those guys just just love, man. That they 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 was the best. It was the best. Like you look at though that that '90s style point guard, the past first point guard, the Mark Jacksons, the Rod Stricklings, the yourself, average eight nine assists. But you like we look at today and we see the Damian Lillards, the Kyrie Irvings, the you know Chris Pauls. They could score. They're scoring more. What do you make of today's uh, point guards in comparison to the '90s? No, they, they, they're shooting more. They, the three-point three point shot is awesome. All those guys you named can shoot the three. Um, uh, the three-point shot is uh, it's, it's, it's about basketball now. Stretch The stretch four uh, point guard, the lane is all open. It's not as physical when we played, you know, back in the days. And, uh, you know, the, the, the lead is great. I love watching it, you know, but it, it's changed a great deal. Change a great deal. Does that affect like how you coach as opposed to like like how you would play or as opposed to how the league is going now? Yeah, yeah, you know, a little bit. You know, I think the college game has every basketball has changed. So, you know, uh for me, you know, coaching here uh for two years at Fish University, NAI school, you know, I, I'm learning. I'm learning a little bit more, I'm learning a lot more. Uh, administration part of it that I really didn't know, you know, that much about it, you know, but I'm now I am learning more about, you know, being a college coach and it's more to do, you know, with, with, with getting the kids in school and academics and things of that nature. Uh, it's just, it's just a different, just being on the court is that's, that's totally different, you know, of, of what, you know, of what, when, when I played, when I played, I just played and enjoyed playing basketball. But now being coach, you being a coach, you gotta see, you know, numerous things that go down for your players and help them a great deal. So I guess it is similar to like um, in high school, you know, uh, coach as far as, as mentor as well, and making sure your grades yeah. are right, but make sure you're yeah. playing and making sure everything is all right. Yes, yes, definitely. I, you know, I went to a very good high school. Academics first at Archbishop Law High School. My coach Jack Curran, who who I love dearly, rest in peace. He passed away, and then my mentor Vincent Smith, who helped me a great deal with my schoolwork and stuff like that. Uh, Pierre Turner, those were good guys for me. You know, um, they, they, it was basketball. It was it was it was schoolwork first, and then basketball. You know, and that's and it's the same as NAIA and what I got to deal with here because we're at a, we're a top one of the top schools in the country academically wise. They brought me in here to try to build up the basketball program. You know, I've been here for two years, so I'm excited. But it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of work right now. Absolutely. Um. So. What would you say would be your uh, your welcome to the NBA moment? Mm, I um my welcome to the NBA moment was I you know I always think now they be playing my draft night draft night was uh very special for me my high school coach was there my mother you know was there it was just it was exciting for me when I heard my my name called I, I knew I knew I was going one two or three. You know, say so it was just uh, you know, I knew Charlotte had the number one pick. They didn't they 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 wanted they was gonna go big, you know, because they had Muggsy Bogues, 
they wanted a big guy. So they picked uh, Larry Johnson. Then the Nets was, they, they, they wasn't the call in their hand. So I really didn't know I was going to go to New Jersey. I knew I was going to go to Sacramento because I went on a visit. You know, uh, uh, GM, uh, uh, Mr. Reynolds was the GM at, at the time. And he was like, yo, we call it, we, we want you. And everything was, I thought I was going to go to Sacramento, but no one knew with the Nets, with Willis Reed, uh, the general manager had in store. So, you know, when I, when I heard my name called second, I was, I was so happy and thrilled that I'll be home, you know, uh, with my moms and everything like that. It was, it was just a great moment for me. Awesome. So you mentioned your mom and, and, and being able to play close to home. She, uh, a big influence, um, on your life and, and playing basketball as well? The number one reason, you know, I wanted to do number well, one. you know, for, for, I wanted to do one, I wanted to do well by my mother at home. So she didn't have to worry, you know, too much. We was, we was getting evicted, you know, a bunch of times living here, living there, you know, and um, it's amazing. I was just telling the story to someone. I was amazing. I, I got evicted my junior year in high school, but I, but my junior year was one of my best years. <laughs> academically and school-wise, it was crazy. So I lived with my cousin, and then my mother used to come see see me every morning before school and things of that nature. So she did. But I was, we was evicted, you know, at, you know, at the time. And it was just, you know, I wanted to do well for my mother. It was always, you know, um, you know, doing well for my mother and get her, and get us out of the ghetto. And um, I was able to do that with the, with the grace of God and, and basketball. And, um, you know, my mentor, Vincent Smith, and that's what he said to me. He said, hey, man, you can, can make this happen, but we got to do it this way. And this way is academically. I went to a very good school, and I was thinking about leaving and going to prep school, but that might have hurt me. So I, just, I stuck with my high school. And, uh, you know, I never, I never went. I couldn't go to camps because I always had summer school. I had to go to summer school because you fail one class. Mm-hmm. You always had to go to summer school. So I, I failed Spanish every year. So it, it, it was, so I was like, Espanol, Spanish. Was just K-pop. K-pop. With all Spanish, I've lived around Spanish people. Like it was crazy. So I had to go to summer school. So I could not, I think summer school was over Monday through Thursday. So it was, it was camp, I was crazy, man. But. I, I went, I had to go to something every year for Spanish. I passed everything, but you fail one class at Malloy, you, 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 you gotta go, you gotta mm. go. You, you, you had to go. So I had to pass every class. Wow. Yep, and I, yep, that, that was tough. So I, it made me, it made me, it made me, you know, realize that school was very important from the, from day one. And I remember, you know, uh, Brother John Clyde, he was our principal at the time. And, I took the the, the 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 test to get into school. Um, the entry is there at his at his in his office by myself, so it wasn't no cheating or anything like that. And like he came back, and you know I gave him the test and everything. He said I'll give you a call, see if you pass. And man, that that uh phone call, you know I got. He said I passed it, and um, I was so happy to get him a lawyer. High- so, so my high school, I'm talking, you know, that's, that, that meant the world to me. Archbishop Lord, my high school meant everything to me. That's, that's it. And then I went to Georgia Tech. It was just, it, it was just repeat. It's just repeat. And I just knew how to handle myself while I was in the classroom. And, and, and that's what I did. And um, it, it all worked out for me. I always went to uh, situations that, um, that, that, that enhance my 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 not 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 my uh enhance my learning ability and my playing my playing with with, with players like Dennis Scott Brian Oliver mm-hmm. Malcolm I always look for you know teams instead yeah. of me being an individual. Oh, I just have to ask, how was it like playing in the Final Four with you know Lethal Weapon Three? <laughs> oh, it was exciting, man! You know um, that whole year. You know, I had I had told those guys we was gonna win it. You know, I said we were gonna win it. You know, earlier that year they didn't believe me. 
<laughs> I said, we're going to win it, you know. And we, we started off 10-0, and 0, and everybody was catching fever on us. Everybody was hyped. And, um, you know, it was exciting playing with Dennis Scott. Um, we, still, we still talk to this day. Uh, Brian Oliver, uh, Malcolm Mackey. Uh, Johnny McNeil, Carl Brown, Brian DeMond. We, we just always stayed together. It was a very close-knit team, and it, it helped us. It helped us. It helped us destroy games. I, I, I played in a lot of close games, and, and guys, just, we knew we was going to win. We knew it. And it wasn't no ifs and. If the game was close, we was going to win the game. I got to ask, Chris Jackson. Yeah. How how much of a problem was he? Oh, he was he was pretty good. He was pretty uh, he was a, he was a a problem. You know, um, Carl Brown did a hell of a job defending him. Um, he could shoot the ball extremely well, but he didn't do nothing against us. I played him in the NBA. I played him in the NBA. I, I played him in the NBA and all that. He did well. He shoot he shoot, shoot the ball extremely well. But um, you know, hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta play. You gotta play regardless. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you got and it's in basketball. It's two ends: you defense and offense. You got to you gonna have to play something. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he, was, he was great. He was he was a great player, great pro, everything. Um, but you know, it was no you know by then we was just catching um you know we was catching everybody. So we just didn't. Yeah. I really we didn't really care. We just wanted to play and just beat everybody. You know, that's what we, we that's what we did. We was so, we were just so confident. Oh yeah. I gotta ask this one. Let me get this one. Um we have a question in the group from Felipe. Um he wanted to know was it true that everybody was scared of Michael Jordan? No, nobody. I I not in my era. We, <laughs> we, not, not that I know. Not that I know. <laughs> I don't think they were scared of him. That might be the wrong word. We competed against them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know I, 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 I was excited when they came into the Meadowlands because, mm-hmm. you know, some of the games was all dull, but when, when he came, it was sold out. <laughs> so that's outside the shot, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. DC, oh, let's have big games. Let's go. So, you know, but we lost. <laughs> we lost. We lost by one. I don't know how close the game was. It was a close game. But uh, we had to compete, man. Um, in that era, you was compete. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to throw with the names out at you. You tell me you give them work, or you know they they uh, they give you, you know they you know they hand you a, whatever the case may be. Rod Strickland. Yeah. yeah, he's great. That's my guy. We That's had the battle. Guy. We had the battle. We battled. He gave me work, <laughs> he gave me work but I. We had to go. I had to go back at him. I had to go back at him. That's my god, Mark Jackson. That, that, hey, Mark Jackson was great, uh, but I knew he was slow. He was slow. <laughs> Four, six, five, big guard, but I know he was slow. So, so yeah, I had to give him work. I had to go. I had to go at him. <laughs> he gave me work, but I, I had to go at him though. I had to go at him because he was slow. But he's a great player. Mookie Blaylock. Oh, he was uh now we we battled uh because he was there at the New Jersey Nets my first year. And uh, they played him a lot. And then when uh Bill Fitch got fired, Chuck Daly gave me the ball and handed him and let me rock. And then he got traded to Atlanta. So we battled. He was very good, very good point guard. Muggsy Bogues. Now, Muggsy Bones, he was little. He was a little guy, you know, little thing. I had to throw the ball. I throw the ball up. I threw the ball up to get the ball back because I didn't want that harassment. You know, I, I didn't want the harassment. He was, going, he was small, and he was really crafty, stealing the ball all over the place. So I threw the ball half, and then I'll run and go get it back. <laughs> he, was, he was crafty, man. He but I, I gave him work. I think I got my I triple. I got a couple of triple doubles on him. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned like uh, everything in high school and and college, and then transitioned to the NBA. Uh, was there any advice uh, that 
any of the vets might have given you in the league as far as an adjustment period? Um, no, I, I, you know, I've always had adjustment periods throughout my life. You know, I knew I had my Vin Vincent Smith and then Kenny Smith played in the NBA for many years. So they, you know, I knew, I knew you had to work out. You had to work out, you know, after the season, maybe a month off, but you had to get back in the gym, work out on your body, lift, uh, work out on your, on, on your craft. And that's what I did, man. I, you know, I had to work out, you know, that's the main thing when you, when you in the, in the NBA, like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Mike, they just work out. They just, they, 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 they love the edge. They love to be better than everybody. So they just worked out until you were, and that's what I said, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, until he ready to settle down, then he, he, he changed his life. But when he was basketball, it was only basketball. And that, and that, and that was, that's true. You know, in, in certain, in certain cases, certain players take that advice. Certain players don't. I wasn't one of them that took that advice, you know, to, to the head. I, I just, I did what I wanted to do. So you've seen all, you've seen Kobe, you've seen Jordan, you've seen LeBron. What makes them all different? You know, what's, what's their characteristics you would say that sets them all apart? I don't, it doesn't, I don't think it was set them too far apart. It was just, they work ethic. All of them work ethic about basketball. They know that they know they have a, 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 a goal, a goal is to be the best, best there is playing basketball. In order to do that, you have to let all the other stuff go. Until you finish, until you're ready to really concentrate on that. That's what Kobe, Kobe, Mike, and all those guys did, you know, when, when they had their career. They just competed on the basketball court, and that was it. And that's been the, the way they've been killing everybody, you know? Being able to focus on a basketball court, you know, yeah. uh, having like uh, distractions off the court. Um, what, what this, was, this was a, the final yeah. moment for me with Kobe Bryant. I'm sorry, excuse. And I no, no, that, get that. into, but when he had that case, and he was going to court, mm -hmm. and then playing, I, I that's when I just, I that guy is incredible, because he was going. He, he was going, you, you didn't know, you know, what, what, was his life going to be cut short, whatever. He was, he competed every day and worked out and just kept it going. I was like, wow. You know, that's one of the real things that I, 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 I really felt with Kobe Bryant. I was like, damn, he's, he's really, he's really tuned in to basketball. Mm -hmm. Is it, uh, how hard is it to to focus on basketball? I, I guess if you have other things uh, going on as well as you know, uh, you know personal life experiences or coming to that effect. It's not. You just got to put all your priorities in order. Some guys are, are able to do it, and some guys are not. And I think me, I, I just I had it early. I had everything early. So I took, you know, took advantage, you know, when I did make it. When I made it on top, basketball is easy. Easy for me. Life is hard. You know what I'm saying? That's my, that's my slogan to my documentary. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I had it easy. Like 14, 15, I was playing high school All-American for four years. It's only myself and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that, that made four times, you know, um, All-American, All -American, you know, in high school. So it's – it was – High school, college, and then when I made the pros, it was like, oh, I made it. Like, oh, thank God. You know what I'm saying? I made it. But it was just, you know, basketball has been easy to me. It's the other things that comes comes with that that I had problems juggling. So for for those that don't know, there is a documentary based um, on your story, Mr. Yeah. Chibs. It's on Amazon. Uh, how? For those who don't know, how how do you get the nickname, Mr. Chips? Oh, my mom's. You know, it was my mom's name. That my mom's named me that by four years, by four <laughs> days old. You know, her mouth was full when they brought me in there, so I could see her, and she said cheeks and it, chips, <laughs> and she just started calling me chips. 
in the neighborhood. And it, came, it became my neighborhood name um, in New York. Everybody called me yeah. Chip. I didn't know, you know, uh, when I was registered for kindergarten, I didn't know my name was Kenneth. I thought it was Chips. And, and then my moms told me, corrected me, and it was always Chips. It, it was Chips. It's Chips now. My New Yorkers. My New Yorkers. <laughs> I, know when you, I know you know me when you say Chips. <laughs> you know me. It's just, and my mother, when I did something good or, you know, she was happy for me, called me Mr. Chips. So I named, I, you know, the documentary Mr. Chips. That's awesome. Yeah. So were you happy about how it came out? Oh, I was very thrilled. I, I didn't know how was people were going to, you know, take it. But um, it, it, it was very hard for me to come out with some of that stuff. But I did. Uh, Jill Campbell did a hell of a job directing it. And um, it, it, was, it, was, it was a great documentary on my, on my story. It's kind of it's everything, basically, of, 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 of my life somewhat. And um, you know, it was it was awesome, you know. Definitely liked it. It was really good. Check that out if you get a chance. Just definitely take some time. I went thirty minutes. Just yeah, definitely check it out. I loved it. Thank you, thank you, my man. Thank you. Yeah, it it was awesome to me to, to share your story and and have that vulnerability. It's it, it's very yeah. difficult to share. Very difficult, but I I just I just went with it. You know, to have the vulnerability. I was nervous, but I just went with it. And more and more I talk about it, I ease, you know, it eased me up a little bit. Um, you know, it, it's it's been like that, you know, my whole life. I had to, I had to, uh, I had to see, you know. It is this like the advice, there any advice you're giving uh, to your college players, uh, you know, yeah. life advice or maybe at some point, maybe if they decide to do anything else. Yeah, I try to just tell them it's about hard work and believing in yourself. You know, I give them, you know, and, and being um, being accountable, being accountable, um, you know, and, and knowing what you want. You know, I try to uh, I try to give my guys, you know, real life experience, like life experience and tell them, hey, because my story is out there. So I'm not I'm, I'm not afraid to to voice it and let them know this is what's going on. This, if you keep going down this road, this is what's going to happen. And I think I get a lot of, a uh, lot of love by doing that. But some kids, you just, they, they, they want to learn the hard way. And, and you just, you hate to see it, but that's what they want to do. But you got to give them um, the, 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 the real, the real. And a lot of, a yeah. lot of coaches are not giving the real to the, they just want to get the win. You get the mm -hmm. wins, and then that's it. But I, I, I want more for the, for the young man I'm coaching. You know, I want them to go to, do well in school academically, uh, go overseas maybe and play, but also, you know, take care of your family. You know, and um, you know, if, if that's what if that's what you want to do, do you want to do in life? You know, you can do it, but you gotta you gotta be real with some of the young, and especially 2021. It's you know, my era has is, is, is changed a great deal. And you got to be real with some of these young men. And, and, and we're not. So as, as a lot, a lot of parents are not. So a lot of those young men are just going astray. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh -oh. Was there any advice you wish you'd received? I, I don't, uh, everything I, everything that happened to me happened to me for reasons. And I understand that. Um, I, I was told, you know, certain things in life. I got great, I got great leadership, you know, uh, with Vincent Smith, Pierre Turner, you know, those guys really helped me a great deal, but some things you got to learn for yourself. <laughs> and, and, and I learned, you know, and I, and I learned, and see me, I learned, you know, when I got into the league, you know, my, my life starts, you know, shifting a little bit. Because high school, college, I was, I was good. But I think I got a little big-headed. You know, it happens in life. You know, when I, I high school, uh, uh, college, pros. Like I said, with basketball, basketball has always been easy for me. It's been, a, it's been something I've done all my life, and it's been easy. So I was like, oh, I got this. I'm good. 
you know, as I got older. But you know, you 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 live and learn. Mm-hmm. You live and learn, and uh, I, I learned, and um, now I'm trying to teach these young men that I'm coaching some of the same you know things that I've I, I went through in my life that they can't. I I hope they don't they don't go through it because I don't know some some kids can't some kids can't go through what I've been through and survive it. Yeah, it, I mean, New York breeds toughness. There's, that's it. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's you, it. You look to Marbury. You look to Telfairs. They yeah. all have their story. You have your story, and they all come out on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, like looking back at, at your career and all the different stops, you know, the Boston, the Portland. Uh, is there anything that really? Stands out, uh, your favorite stop, teammate. Well, no, my favorite three stops is uh, New Jersey, Boston, and Portland. I tell everybody that those are the three I played for 13 years there. No, uh, four years with the New Jersey Nets, uh, five years with the Boston Celtics, and uh, two years with a year and a half, two years with Portland Trailblazers. And I and I and I wouldn't. I had a great time playing for all three organs. I had a great time in the NBA. You know, a great learning experience, the NBA. Um, I would never, now I would tell, and I'll be honest, I don't know if it'll happen, but I would never coach on the NBA level. I just would like to watch the games. I like what I like where I'm coaching at now on the 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 low end uh NC uh NAIA school to try to teach those guys, you know, of what I everything I've been through you know, in life. I love watching the NBA game, but I wouldn't want to coach them because now you're dealing, you're dealing, you're dealing with um, uh, the, those kids with, 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 with big contracts mm-hmm. and a little bit more to say <laughs> to the coach. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I can't. So I, re- I really deal with the, um, the young kids, you know, um, and give them, you know, some of the things that I've learned. Um, you know, in life. So the college game, I love. I love. So, uh, could you pick up a ball right now and go play in the big three? No, 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 no. I could. I couldn't play no more. I, I, mm-hmm. I shoot, shoot around. Mm-hmm. I can't play no more. But I, you know, because I think you know, I when I had the my health scare mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. I, I can't. I'm just not in shape. You know, I was trying to. Uh, dunk the ball, um, you know, upcoming. I, I was about two, three weeks, I was going to go and dunk it. Mm-hmm. You see if I could still get up and dunk. But um, I I don't think so. I think I got to still lay the ball up. <laughs> I think. <laughs> but I had only like three, four dunks in my life. But I could, I, I would try to do it, and I can't. So I try to give, you know, running and walking and stuff. Mm-hmm. I walk my dog and stuff like that just to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, last year, the league played in the bubble. I know it's a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, things on mental health. Do you think you would be able to play in a bubble? I don't know. You know, I, I thought about that. But whatever, whatever was – I think a lot of those young men, whatever was possible, they wanted to play the game, so they played in the bubble. It's it is what it is. You know, I, I could have played with it if they would have said, "This is what we're doing." You had you had to, and you had no choice. But um, it's um, it, it would have been tough. But uh, you know, if you love the game, you know, it's no problem. You just go and do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Kenny's being modest. He know he would have gave people some work. <laughs> In the bubble? Yeah, no doubt. Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble. Who's the greatest player you've seen that nobody talks about? To me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lloyd Daniels. Mm. Sweepy. The greatest. I... I this is guy. This he's way better. I, I we came out the same years. Like oh, and I won national player. I don't care about. He could have won everything I won. He he's better than me. He's six ten, six ten with everything I can do. So it, it's just Lloyd Daniels. He just 
his life just went a different way than mine because I had mentors and I listened to my mentor. He didn't, but he's great. He's he's awesome player. He's yo, I'm telling you, man, for real. Can shoot, can assist, both hands, can handle. And he's six eight, six nine. He was like magic. He was like magic. But if he would have somehow got um got got you know, I don't get clean or get somebody why if he had mentors, someone mm-hmm. that cared about him, he is no 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 question. Mm. Be, he'd be the best. And that's my, my that's my favorite guy. That's what I talk about. What my era. Lloyd Daniels is awesome. awesome. He yeah. yo, he's all yo, he was an awesome player. I look at him, I'll be like, wow. And he, he had that lean. He was he was six, six, eight tall. Oh man, he could play. He he knew the game. Uh, back, middle back more, side back more. He just used the, everything, everything. Left, left hand, like passing ability. He was just a great player. Oh, wow. Man, I still talk to him nowadays. You know, I still talk to him. He got, he is, uh, he's in Jersey, and go to he got, yeah, he, he he's great. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. What were your thoughts on uh, uh, Bobby Hurley? Bobby Hurley was great. Uh, great competitor. Uh, he's at Arizona State right now. He's going up and down with this this COVID situation with his team, but he was a great player, uh, competitor. His father coached him at St. St. Uh, Anthony's. He was his awesome. We played, played against each other. Uh, he went to Duke, and I went to Georgia Tech, and we had them battles. He was awesome. He's on my documentary. Uh, he did a great job in my documentary. So I give him nothing but love. Um, uh, he he brought the best out of me when I played in college. I always it wasn't so much wasn't so much Duke. It was just him, you know, being one, two point guards in the best of the country. You, 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 who's going to be the best? And that's that's what you you know. It's what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to come out and. Really give it to him. Nice. Thoughts on Kareem Reed? I, I don't really. And I watched him a little bit uh, when he was at Arkansas. He did great. I, I don't. I don't. I don't really know of his game as much. But he's a New Yorker. Uh, he's one of the best point guards that ever. One of them come out of New York, and he's great. I give nothing but love to my New York point guard. So if you're a New York point guard, you you, you you're great. <laughs> great you know what i mean um I, I really didn't know i don't i don't really know him as, as much you know but i saw i knew him at arkansas he played very well uh, uh cole anthony yeah he's gonna be i think he's gonna be a great pro and uh greg anthony's his father he's gonna be a great pro if he listens which he do work extremely hard I was kind of mad at him when he left my high school. He did three years, and then he then he went to Oak Hill. I didn't understand that <laughs> why he left. You know, after you know one year, he he was going to be good and go anywhere anyway. He went to North Carolina, yeah. did extremely well, but uh, he's going to be great. I believe that he's going to be great. He's going to be a great pro. Um, so so looking at the game now. Say you huge fan of what the Nets are doing. Um, are there any other teams you you're really like looking into, uh, looking at right now? Yeah, the the Nets, Boston Celtics, and Portland Trailblazers. Bro, that's the two teams you got. See, Port, uh, Portland was doing great with Damon Lillard, and then uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony is over there. They got my man that played. Uh, uh, Trent, uh, Gary Trent Jr. I played, yes, sir. With played with his father. Did extremely well there. Uh, he's great. Portland is in, and they missing two, three guys. They injured, and they still holding on. Portland mm-hmm. gonna be working. They gonna be pretty good for years to come out west. Mm-hmm. And, and and the Boston Celtics, we're having a little letdown. I don't know what's going on with them right now. But uh, they'll get it. They got talent. They'll get it back together. They got a good coach. They, they've been pounding on the coach right now. Brad Stevenson's been getting the, the short end of the stick 
but he'll he'll be he'll bounce back. They'll, they'll bounce back. But right now they gotta take some of the criticism that's going on. But the Nets, they're not taking no criticism. They're winning. They're five and go. They went out west and beat everybody. With those three and then uh okay. uh Kevin Durant ain't even played yet. So he he been out. He been out for about two, uh, two weeks. So uh, they, they look they look very good. They're finding themselves. They got uh, Steve Nash, great coach, great player, and they're gonna be fine. I got the Nets winning the East. Same here. Mm-hmm. Yep, I got them winning the East. They'll be fine. Yeah, like. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, you know, he he's he makes a lot of news. He, he hell of a player. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I know we talk about it on our show. I I personally think he's a bit misunderstood. Do, do, I don't know. Do, do you see anything in Kyrie or like give him advice? Yeah, he's great. He's, he's misunderstood because he talks a lot about uh, off, you know, nothing to do with basketball. So mm-hmm. you know that's the problem. You know, what, what I mean, they just wish they just wish he, you know, shut up and play basketball. But with everything that's going on in the, around the world, he has a he has the, he has a voice, uh, he has a piece, and so he could he can, he can you know make make sure that people get what he's trying to come across, and he and he says it, mm-hmm. and he, and he should. He's a great athlete, so he, he's doing what he can. Now, what he now I'm not saying bad basketball. He's awesome. He's awesome. But he's doing other things to. He gave a lot. He, he's given a lot, and not uh, to HBCUs, to the homeless. To he, he's doing so much. So he's a he's a he's a great person. But when you go there as an athlete, some people don't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't like that. But uh, he, he's he's a great individual, um, and, and that's all you could say. But. You know, I lived it, you know, I'm a little older now, so I see, you know, I sit and see, you know, what's going on in the world. And we have a lot of haters out there. We have a lot of haters. But all you can do is continue to be yourself and keep grinding. Facts. Definitely true. Are there any uh, current NBA players who might have came to you for some advice? No, nobody come to Vice. They, we, we talk. You know, I talk. See, I mean, this was great. I talked to Sam Bowie the other day. Uh, he was my next. Uh, Derek Coleman I talked to. Um, they always ask for different, you know, they, you know, just in general. We just talk in general on how life is going, and they see the difference that I've made in my life, and they're happy for me and things of that nature. Uh, Raphael Addison. That was my my best friend with the New Jersey Nets. Um, he went to Syracuse. He played he played with Pearl Washington, and uh, these are these are good guys. But as you get older, you you see you see a lot of things that you, you might have said and did back in the days, you know. But you know, right now, you know, you you I'm able to say certain things, and hopefully, you know, it, it'll get through. To to some of the guys that I'm that I'm talking to. How would you want Kenny Anderson, the player, to be remembered? Wow, I, I'm not, you know, the player. Um, he was a good point guard. <laughs> he was a, I was a good point guard from New York City. Where you, you know, I I I got all the accolades. That's fine. I got all the accolades. I'm good with it. But the person, yeah, I want to be. I want to become a better, and that's what I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm. I'm. Com- I'm becoming a better person. Yeah, basketball. And like I keep saying, basketball is easy. Life is hard. I just want to become a better person to give off a uh, uh, knowledge. To give off knowledge. You know, because everybody in the hood, you know, think that basketball. Oh, I can. I can make it. I can make it. You know, everybody's not gonna be basketball player. You know, you you you, you could you could play it, you could work at it, but you might not get it. You might not get you know to be uh, uh, all star or whatever. 
but what you can do, you can you can become a coach. You can become, you know, uh, a firefighter or just some mentor, someone that you look up to. You can help them. And that's all I'm trying to become, somebody that's going to help the youth, the young kids grow. And um, if I can do that, I'm good. You know, I lost my mother like 2005, and, and I had to change. I changed my life. And it, 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 was, it, it was a blessing for me. And, um, and that's all I'm trying to do now is change, change other people's lives. You know, it's, I, I'm able to do it because I play basketball. So they might say, oh, Kenny Hansen, I remember him because he played basketball. But there's other things that you might want to talk about that I might can help you with. You think like social media, if that was around in in the day, anything would have made a difference? <laughs> yeah, I said it would have been wild. Then I was like, yo, <laughs> that's, it would have been wild, man. I, I think I, I don't. The social media was wild with phones, and the phone is is bad, man. It's it's crazy. I I, I don't know. Back in the days, it, it would have been. I don't know. It would have been hectic. And even now it's hectic. Back mm-hmm. in the days, it would have been, it would have been, it would have been too much. <laughs> you know, I, I really believe that. And uh, you got to be able to, you know, uh, cut it off. You got to know when to say when and when not to. And, and, and a lot of us, once you start talking and you're getting, you just don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. Okay, who do you have as your MVP this year? Well, um, I was I, wow. I was I was going, you know, um, LeBron James, right? I was going with him, but um, but Lillard, Lillard is up there. Steph, Steph Curry, Lillard, um, um, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. You, I don't know. Oh, oh, the big fella got to get the MVP. I'm sorry, big fella from Philly. MVP. Yeah. I, MB, because yeah. I see them over there, the, the numbers and everything he's doing for that. All, it, 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 yeah, hands down. He's one. He should get it. And then, then you're going down a line where, you know, LeBron, everybody's saying LeBron, uh, Lillard, Steph Curry. But MB, he probably will get it. He should get it because he's just holding on. He's just killing everybody. Mm-hmm. He's just killing everybody. KG made a point a couple of weeks ago, like saying that dudes 20 years ago wouldn't be able to play today. Do you, <laughs> do you really believe that? We have four points. Yo, <laughs> that, that, that game, that, the game I'm watching, I'll be watching the game. I, I average like 15, 12 points. I'm definitely seven to eight more points. <laughs> I average 20, 10 easy. <laughs> easy. Got, yo, and I'll tell you one thing, he say that. Those, those guys couldn't play. Some of them couldn't play 10 years ago. They'd be crying. They'd be crying. They'd be crying. It'd be, it'd be, too, it'd be too physical. They would have to change the, they would have to change the laws in, in the game. They, that, I'm serious. And I know for fact. Now they shoot the three. Now, that's, that, that's good. They shoot the three. The court is all spread open. Man, it wouldn't have been like that back in the day. Because you had the real four five, the fives come. Ewing, Shaq, Alonzo, uh, 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 Brad Thorne, mm-hmm. um, Derek Coleman down mm-hmm. there on the paint in the block. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of oh, man, I forgot all oh, the tree <laughs> down here. We have five, six down and get out of here, man. Now, it's top heavy. It's top heavy. You know, we was top heavy. Top players heavy. But 20 years ago, some of the, the, the greatest players 20 years ago would be having to play this, this, on this level. It would be easier for them. I really believe that. Ain't nobody guarding nobody down low. Ain't nobody. So Rudy, Rudy Gobert doesn't have a chance. Huh? Rudy Gobert doesn't have a chance. Huh? Oh, in the night? No, I like him. Yeah. I like, he, will be, he will be fine because he can go both ways. 
go outside. He's very agile. Yo, I, lo- I like I like Utah crew. And I uh, uh, I'll go I'm going with Portland with the West, but I'll take Utah. That's the I, I like Portland out west, because that's my team. But I like Utah. Utah got a good got a good crew. Yeah, that that that, that crew is strong. They shoot the three well. I mean Yeah, see Rudy Rudy, they think he can play in any era. Is there any player today that that mirrors your game? I would say uh, Chris Paul a little bit, uh, Kyrie. I, I didn't shoot the ball as well as those guys, but penetrating and things of that nature, you know, I, I would say those those two was great. Okay. I gotta ask this one: being from NYC, did you ever have some pickup games in the rocker? No, I I, I, I played in each one, each one. Each one, teach one. That was before the Rucker. Mm. You know, um, I, I played there when I was 13, 14 years old against the men, against the, like uh, 17, 18 year old guys. Awesome. <laughs> you go to each one, teach one. I never played the Rucker. I used to go over there and watch all the games. I was mm-hmm. entertained. Entertainment, man. It was great. It was great. But I never played it when it got to the, ah. the entertainment. But I played each one, teach one. That at the Rucker, that same part. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, most memorable high school game? Uh, my memorable high school game. Well, I don't know. It's so long ago. I really don't <laughs> look back, man. But I, I, I had. Oh, yeah, I would say my. Uh, we lost my senior year. We lost to in the um, playoffs, and I had got the SAT score back that day. So I, I really didn't care if we won or lost. And my coach got on me about that. <laughs> <laughs> we lost to a hollows in the first round. And I was like, ah, uh, I got the SAT score though. Ah, I was happy. <laughs> you know, I was going to church down playing right away. So I was happy. But no, nah, that that was uh, back then. My senior year. We lost to a hollow. Shadow Scott. We lost to them. It was crazy. So thinking about the the Nets mm-hmm. and, and and the Blazers and the Celtics. What, what's your um? I, I guess what do you consider your, your most memorable game uh, in the league? I don't. You know, um, oh, it was uh, I got forty five against uh, against the Washington Bullets. Michael Adams, no, the Detroit, no. See, I got, I scored a lot against them, and then uh, Washington Bullets, and then I scored on Detroit with Grant against Grant Hill and them. I scored about forty-five. See, I don't know, 42, 45, but it was one of those two games. I was, it was crazy, man. I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting in the locker room like, like I wasn't sleep in that joint. <laughs> I, was tired, man. I was tired, man. I had a good game against them. We won. Uh, we would play them overtime. We won. So I, I had some. I had a big game. Um, the Lakers. You know, when I played with Paul, I had a big game against them in the playoff. Um, yeah, it, was, it was fun, man. I had, I had a good game against the Knicks uh, when I was with the Nets. I got to say the stat line. I got to give him the stat line. 45 points. An efficient 12 for 26 shooting. 20 from 20, 20 of 23 from the line. Who was who that? I'm sorry. That, that was you. Oh, 20, <laughs> what was I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. So 20, I'm a 20. Go ahead. So, so you were 12 for 26 from the field, 20 yeah. of 23 from the line. Wow. <laughs> Works. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's a lot of free throws. But I shouldn't have missed the th- I'm mad I missed three. <laughs> I shouldn't have missed three, you know. But uh, it was great. I had some great games in the pros. It was an exciting time, man. You also spent some time overseas. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's the what was the difference in the game like overseas as compared to the? I, I didn't really. It was it, it was uh it was great. 
I went over there. My mother passed away. I really didn't want to go. I, I, I wanted to go to get away, you know, but um, I really didn't, you know, care about the games much. Sabonis, I played with in Portland. He, he owned the team at the time, and I thought it would be a great time for me and my wife. We, got, we went over there. It was good. It was good. Um, just uh, it was. It was. They very passionate about basketball over there. Very, and um, it was. Uh, it was a great. It was. We me and my. We we talk about it every now and then. I had a great time over there. It was very very good to me. Very good to me. I have no no complaints. Uh, it was a great. Um, it was great. Very humbling experience. Uh, is it surprising to see, uh, like, well, you played with Petrovic and we yeah. didn't see, I guess, the best of them? Uh, oh, Petrovic? Yeah. Oh, he was the best. You know, he came over here when it was, not, when it was you know, no one over here. Um, and he had to compete. Uh, he competed with uh, Paul. He was in Portland. He wasn't playing because they had Terry Porter. Uh, and then they had Clyde Drexler. He couldn't get in there. He wasn't so they traded him to New Jersey Nets, and he found himself and he started playing extremely well. Um, he played overseas. He was great. He was a great ambassador for the game. Uh, was a great teammate. Just a great person. Did it surprise you how well Luca's playing right now in the league? Or yeah, yeah, no, no, it doesn't surprise me. He's he's very talented. He he has all the skills in the world. Um, it's great you know, that that more and more is coming over from overseas and um, from different countries and things like they're making a game very international, and that's what the the game needs, you know. So it's it's awesome, awesome. He's one of the top players, you know. And uh, but I I I you know, I see it. They try to put him, try to make it make him real quick. Sure. All right. Let's let's get him. Let's get him. Let, let's make him the MVP right away. <laughs> let's calm down, man. Let's calm down. <laughs> calm down. You know he's great, but calm down. You know. You know it's it just yeah. I you know, it's the the lead, and, and and you don't knock it, but it's it's a money it's a money grabber. So that's just what it. A lot of guys they're making a whole lot of money now, and it's crazy. So, how was the uh, All Star Game experience? Well, the All Star Game experience was great. It was, it was, it was a blizzard. <laughs> it was a blizzard. <laughs> I was in Minnesota. It was a blizzard. <laughs> and like, I like some people got snowed in and all that and couldn't get. It was crazy, man. But it was fun, you know, in Minnesota. Um, yeah, it was great, man. And I'll tell you a story. Uh, Lenny Wilkins coached Cleveland, and uh, all his Cleveland. His, Mark Price made it, and and he start, He had no. He had to start me and Derek Coleman, but um, <laughs> and that's it. He didn't play us a lot of minutes, so we was pissed off. So we, <laughs> so we played him again. We gonna kill him. I don't even know the score or nothing like that. I just remember, you know, him not playing us like like we well, like we thought we was gonna be played. <laughs> he took that personal. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> We did. We did. <laughs> we did. Um, how how do you know that, you know, because they have a welcome to the NBA moment, but it, how how do you know that it was like, that was it? What was it? Like, it, but it, you know, but uh, I guess it was time to retire. Or, or... Oh, oh, yeah, it just was. You know, my mom, she, I, I, you know, my mother passed away 2005. I was just right. like, I was just like, oh, wow. You know, just gonna, I want, I was gonna, it just was crazy to me. It was just a whole, I had a whole mixed feelings, but I, I know I could, she saw every, she saw every basketball, everything I did. So it was time to give it up. And uh, it was time. And I, I didn't love it. I didn't love it like I used to. And, wasn't working out as hard. It wasn't. It just was done. I was done. I wanted to give back. You know, give back. You know, teach to others. 
you know, bef- you know, that's trying to come up and play the game. I, I, I played 14 years, you know, in the league. It was, I, I was finished. Long time, man. That's... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, 14 years is a long time. You know, guys play 20. I, when Kobe Bryant played 20 years, and I was like, wow. You know, that was crazy. That's, I thought that was – and then LeBron James is still going strong. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, wow. You know, but 14, what, what it, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I didn't never think that I was going to play 14 years. I thought I was going to play 10 years. But I kept going, you know, kept getting deals. Hey. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you gotta why you know, while you're in, keep it going. You know? Yeah, um, but no, if you while you're in, keep it going. If you feel like keeping it going, if you feel the right, right, the right way. I I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it, and I was like, ah, time for me to give it up. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to just chill. It, giving back uh, to to the community, giving back to the kids, is it, something you really feel strongly in. Yeah, yeah. I um, you know, I gave my my neighborhood, Left Rack City, you know, my Kenny Anderson Summer Classic for ten ten years straight. It went on, so I was very excited, and I still get love. You know, people still call me. You know, I run into they call me now on uh, Instagram. They, they catch me on Instagram and say, "Man, thanks for the tournament," and that's a great thing. And my neighborhood always, you know, that's where I, that's where it all happened for me at Left Rack City. Queens. I love my neighborhood. It's where I come from. It's what I'm about. I mean, Queens get the money. That's what it's. That's what it's all about, man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You from? Y'all from Queens? Yep. Yes, sir. What part? Jamaica Queens. Oh, that's where I grew up. From one to seven. One to one to nine. Excuse me. I grew up in Jamaica Queens, and then I moved sure. over to Left Rack City. There you go. Right around the corner from God Brewer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you right where my house. I was on 106 and 108, 108, yep. 165th, right, 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 right down the block from ISA, around the yep. corner. Yep, from that's the why, 165th, that's why my, before I moved upstate, that's where I lived, right on yeah, 165th. From, yeah, mm-hmm. from the church right there. Yep, still there too. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Still there. That's what's up. ISA still there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Saturday afternoon pickup, all that. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember having to go to Bible study too. Yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, we used to. Yo, know, it's funny. I tell you a quick story. But my, uh, me and Derek Taylor, he lived in a house on a corner, mm-hmm. and we used to our mothers or every Sunday we used to go to church. But we used to go get dressed on the porch, change our clothes, and go run it, go run and play, and then come back. <laughs> and then go play like we went to church, and we didn't go to church. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, close this out. Bip, any memories from the '94 Knicks Net series? No, I don't really have no memories. I I just knew, you know, I I knew, you know, in the playoffs, I thought we was gonna win, but they just came at it because they had Pat Riley. Kept motivating those guys, pushed them <laughs> to the break. Um, they they knew they had to come and play, you know. We beat them that whole season, and uh, I only know we beat them that whole season. We was in the play. We took them too lightly. They the playoffs was a whole different animal, and they beat us. We could have used you in Game Seven. <laughs> I don't know. Now I wouldn't. I wouldn't have played for the Knicks. I played for the Knicks, man. My mother and my brother, they loved my my family. Loved it there. I was like, man, I was happy they lost. I was happy they lost. Man, that hurt. Yeah. That was a rough year for me. Yeah, well, that was rough. rough. They ain't hurt me. I was still laughing. <laughs> I was still in New York. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. But, um, 
you know, it, is, is there any like, uh, like words of wisdom that you want to impart to uh, a group? Well, or? well, I just, the words of wisdom is just, you know, know what you, you know, know what you, you know, want in life and, and, and go for it, you know, and, uh, you know, with um, every, uh, how can I say, just every, uh, you know, um, uh, go for it, but do it the right way. That's all. Just always um, um, just stay focused, you know, focus um, in your life and, and do it the right way and just work extremely hard. At anything you um you want in life, you can go get it. But hey, hey and like my 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 mother used to, ain't no shortcuts. Yep. Ain't no shortcuts. Ain't, not, no, ain't no Back. shortcuts. You could get you you think it you think it's a shortcut, but it come back and, and come back and bite you. Ain't no shortcuts. So just go 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 through it. Go through it the hard way and the, the fair way. Just get it, man. Just mm -hmm. get it. Yeah, and I, and I say just. I, I, listen to people that been through it. Listen to people that been through it. You know, that been through something in their lives. Then you could get, you know, you and it be and it be well for you. You you could you could learn from the person. I love it. Okay, I'm gonna give you a throwback photo though. I got this from my man cave. Get a little throwback photo for you. I don't know if I can see it, but. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there it smooth. is. <laughs> <laughs> you, got a net, you got a net photo, baby. You got a yeah. net. Yeah. All right, all right, hey. <laughs> I always got to rep for the Queens guys. The New York guys I always rep for. No matter yeah, what. no doubt. I appreciate that. No I appreciate problem. that. Thanks. My man. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming on and, and showing us love. And, yeah. You know. My guy. My guy, man. That's what's up. My guy. <laughs> Um, you know, we have Left Rack City Legend, Kenny yeah, Anderson with us. Um, it's been another episode. Step back, we have a man, Jacob Moses. Yes, sir. City, New York City Legend, Kenny Anderson. And, uh, well, thank you guys again. Hey, you got to take uh, that, you got that Kyrie jersey on. That's nice, yeah. man. The Nets. That's nice, but I want to see the seven. I don't know now with the rent there. It won't be an Anderson jersey. Yeah, I, so you see, I I got a seven, but it's Joe Johnson. Yo, yeah, Joe Johnson was there too with seven. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I forgot my man Joe. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you want that Kenny Anderson jersey? You <laughs> uh, when you get it, let me know, man. I'm gonna so rock one just for you, Kenny. I'm gonna find one. I might get a Portland one though. I'm gonna yeah, get, get a Portland one. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm gonna get that. Just, just put it up there, get the picture, let me see it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the Portland one. I'm not rocking the next one. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're a New Yorker, man. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 but, all right man Dad, thank you thank you all right. kenny all right thank you jacob it's been another no episode of the step back we'll see you guys next wednesday yes,